Star Wars 7x7 episode 3248. All right, I've been waiting to see how the dust settles <laughs> over the last week or so, but before we get into a recap of Vision Season 2, I thought let's take a look at a story that's been out there for the last week or so. It is about the closing of the Galactic Star Cruiser, so this is our little post-mortem episode here. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So here's the full disclosure thing, I did not go to the Galactic Star Cruiser. I was lucky enough to go to Galaxy's Edge for the first time when I was out in Anaheim for Star Wars Celebration in 2022. And what an incredible experience Galaxy's Edge is. If you haven't had the opportunity to go there and you get it, I cannot recommend it highly enough. As for the Galactic Star Cruiser, I have to say the price tag put me off of it, quite honestly. The only way I was going to end up there is if somebody from Disney or Lucasfilm said, hey, we want you to go and tell the world about this and we'll send you there for free. So yeah, that never happened and it's not going to happen as it turns out. And of course the price point is what everybody talked about from the moment that they announced how much it was going to cost to go through the experience there. And so naturally there are a lot of takes out there that are like, duh, no wonder this thing didn't make it because it was too expensive to begin with and too expensive for what it delivered. But I'd like to not not lose sight of what it actually did deliver, which was a 48-hour immersive experience in Star Wars, which is a remarkable thing. I mean, you're talking about a full-time role-playing, improvising cast, like, literally available every hour of the day and night. It was, when you boil it down, about as big a swing for the fences as you would ever imagine a company taking, especially any large corporation like Disney that has to be risk-averse about these sorts of things, especially when you consider that by some cost estimates, the investment in this could have been as much as a billion dollars. I mean, this is a huge endeavor that they tried out, and if they were gonna try it out with any sort of franchise or any you know, other experience, it certainly wasn't gonna be a Doctor Who kind of situation. It wasn't likely to be an Avengers situation. Star Wars was prime for this kind of situation. And yes, there are certainly other factors to blame potentially for why it didn't go off as well as it could have or last for as long as it could have. Certainly the pandemic played a role into it. And when it opened in February or March, excuse me, of 2022, we were already in the middle of inflationary situations happening, whether it was true inflation or price gouging by corporations. That's a whole other conversation. And there were certainly some Disney leadership things involved in this whole situation as well, particularly with Bob Chapek, who yes, you could try to throw him under the bus immediately if you wanted to about this because it happened during his tenure both as head of parks and then later as CEO of Disney. But yeah, under his time at the helm, he was doing things to raise prices and try to get more money out of the people who were coming to Disney. So yeah, as Bob Iger came back in, we saw the rolling back of some of these measures to some degree. And it kind of seemed like for a while that Bob Iger was doing things at Disney to basically undo things that Bob Chapek had done while he was 
CEO. And this may be yet another example of it. There is reporting out there suggesting that other ideas were proposed for the Galactic Star Cruiser space, like not shutting it down entirely, maybe retheming it to do something Mandalorian related, or leaving it open and having people be able to come there for you know daytime stuff and have the bar open and do performances and that sort of thing. But from what we know over you know some of the stuff that we've talked about when we've reported on the most recent Disney earnings calls, right, the earnings reports and the investor calls that they have related to that, Disney has been looking for ways to trim money out of its budget. And there's a recent event that they had, a JP Morgan related thing, where they talked about how they're going to take a big write down from this, something on the order of $300 million that they're going to basically <laughs> apply on their taxes to reduce their income and reduce the taxes that they have to pay. The most important thing about this though, I feel, is the hundreds if not thousands of people who poured so much of their hearts and souls into making this thing a reality. It really was an epic achievement to actually create this and bring it to people. And now a lot of those cast members are not going to have contracts renewed. Hopefully they're able to find other places for them to work. Maybe they can be incorporated into the Galaxy's Edge storyline somehow. Maybe there are elements from Star Cruiser that they could bring into Galaxy's Edge. That would be absolutely wonderful. Ultimately though, even if I had my own doubts about whether this thing was going to last, I don't take any particular joy in seeing it end. It's again, an amazing thing that they tried. I have to give full credit to Disney for actually trying it and to everybody who said, all right, we're going to run with this and do the best that we actually can to create an amazing experience for people, which turned out to be an award-winning experience, I guess, within the whole theme park industry, Star Wars Galaxy. Galactic Star Cruiser actually won an award for a best brand experience, outstanding experience, that sort of thing. So good for Disney for taking a shot. Hopefully they have learned some fascinating things that will make future experiences more exciting. But yeah, it's a late lamented Galactic Star Cruiser that will take its final voyage at the end of September. And that's what I've got for you for today's episode. So it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.